Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. I'm one of a kind of host, Dan Conroy. And I am one of a kind of one of those kinds of hosts, Bobby O'Rourke. I might be one kind of a host, but Bobby O'Rourke is one of a kind. Don't you forget about that. If you're going to the shop today and you ask the shopkeep in between all the persimmons and weird oranges and ask themselves, have you any Bobby O'Rourke's, dear shopkeep? And he goes, tuppence me, not a twice, for I have none Bobby's nice. For there's only one, and he's on this podcast, jerks. Speaking in couplets is a lot harder than even the people who understand how hard it is would think. Yeah, I can't do it. And you got to remember that we record this thing in hot apartment rooms with the air conditioning and fans off so that we don't get any background noise. So the fact that I even got close to a couplet, you guys should be grateful for that, even though it wasn't very good. Yeah, we suffer for our art. My Negroni is sweating right now. So just know. <laughs> Can you believe I decided to drink only rose water and seltzer while I was doing this? I mean, Negroni sounds no, so nice right now. I feel like I've just made myself, I've made myself drinkable perfume. I like a Negroni because the color makes me feel a bit like a wizard. It just is such a deep red, <laughs> rich color that it's, I'm like, it looks magical in a way. There is a sorcery to it. It's redder than a Manhattan because when you first pursed it to your lips, Babs, I was going to ask you if you were having a fine Manhattan. But then I said, unless there's some grenadine in that, mm. I, I don't foresee that being a Manhattan. And indeed you're having, now are you drinking a traditional Negroni today or are you playing a little bit with the recipe? Are you having fun with it? I wish I was skilled enough to have fun with it. I only recently even started mixing drinks. I'm not a tremendous drinker, Ooh. but I sometimes find the alchemy very fun. And I like gin uh, among other hard alcohols, especially in the summer. I like it. Whiskey is sort of my colder weather hard liquor and gin is my summer, my summer liquor. And I, I love that a Negroni is equal parts gin, Campari, and vermouth like it's really hard to screw up exceptionally hard to screw up and also super tasty i i'm trying to get myself to not hate those kind of aperitifs as much as i do because it's it's that aperol and fernet and all the other sort of italian style digestifs that have that imbue a bitterness an herbal bitterness to it it's never been my style never been my personal favorite mm -hmm. and i'm trying to like them a little bit more i've been trying to make myself april spritzers and just april spritzers is the, very refreshing i mess with the recipe a little bit to make them sweeter because i'm more of a sweet boy or a smoky boy than i am a bitter boy mm. negronis i i I will try to get better at but i really can't cotton to i remember one time i was at an ex's house and his her brother offered to make me a drink and made the biggest Negroni I'd ever seen right in front of me. And she just went, you don't have to drink any of that if you don't want to. And I was like, no, no, I'll be a good sport. It just, it reminds me of like tobacco water that old Italian men would enjoy. You mean but he put again, it in like a big gulp glass or he just made proportionately just a large Negroni. He didn't mess with the recipe at all. Just, just a lot of it. Wherever I go, I bring a cup that I like all of my drinks in. I think that is a courtesy that I like to give my host that they could put all my drinks in this, whether it be coffee or Mountain Dew or fresh milk. And and the cup that I have is a extra large big gulp. I think they call that a, a massive gulp or something mm -hmm. like that or yeah, bigger gulp. Like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or a huge gulp. 
I think it's a huge gulp, but it was a branded marketing huge gulp for the movie Cowboys and Aliens. So I'd be sure to bring that with me at all well, times. Well, the Moscow Middle Schooler, I mean, our, possibly our <laughs> most famous concoction, I think, on the show. It's up there. And it gets put in that glass. You yeah. have to serve it in a Cowboys and Aliens branded glass from 7-Eleven. Otherwise, you don't get the flavor notes that you want as somebody who does enjoy the mixology of cocktails. You don't get the finer je ne sais quoi's of the drink itself, the sort of aerations of the Kool-Aid cooler that you put in an old ice mold and kept in the back of your freezer for two days and then forgot about and thought, oh, no, wait, this is a dumb thing I wanted to do. So you got to you got to have those elements. Yeah, you've dabbled in drink alchemy, so you must have preferred cocktail or drink of choice because you've, you've actually, you haven't bartended Really, but you you've kind of like amateurishly like like that was a, I didn't mean to call you an amateur. I meant like you've never no, no, had no. a job as a bartender, but you have no no no. You're with that. I'm mostly an amateur bartender most of my life. I've cater bartended, but that basically involved like popping as many Budweisers as you can think to do in a ten minute span. It's never enough, uh, especially especially in between the songs uh, Cupid Shuffle and probably the Macarena, or maybe if we're doing a slow song, You Are Beautiful. Uh, you are beautiful. So that's mostly just popping beers or pouring wine. So not many cocktails in that respect. But yeah, I love doing it at home or in an amateur sense. You know, I am a Manhattan boy through and through. I do enjoy me bourbon, or Mm. I also really enjoy rye whiskey. I kind of enjoy it throughout the year. I haven't done it in a while here just because I haven't had any sweet vermouth at home, so I haven't really made it. But whenever I'm out, or if if you're asking what like my default cocktail is, it would definitely be a well-made Manhattan. I think there's just something about the smokiness and sweetness of the bourbon. I also think maybe I'm just a child and I really enjoy that it's a more sweet cocktail than you might get. I, I do enjoy a gin martini. But that is definitely more of a warm weather drink mm. for me than, and maybe that's another reason why I haven't had it in a bit is that we've been having a steamy summer. So the first thought hasn't come to my mind, the Manhattan. I applaud anyone if you if you choose to drink that you can do a martini because a sure. martini, I can't do that. And it's funny you mentioned that you like sweeter stuff because I like Negronis, which are pretty bitter on the scale. I like grapefruit juice more than orange juice mm. in general. And I usually take, when I drink my coffee, black or black-ish. Yes. And yet I love candy too. So I, I don't know if it's just maybe, maybe I'm just a refined gentleman who appreciates all swats, but I do understand there are certain times you want drinks and you don't want it to hit you in the nose. And that's yeah. perfectly fine. You like your coffee the way you like your sitcoms on ABC, blackish. <laughs> Is that on ABC? It is now. We moved the dial. You know what? Too late for me to edit that joke. So for the (laughs) sake of the matter, let's say it's on ABC. (laughs) It was a good show. I liked it. I thought it was good. I I haven't seen it. I just was ready for the joke. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember the title of it. And I'm I'm the same way, though. I like I like I do like a black coffee. I do like a sharper or more tart drink. I'm not I like I'm not a sugary drink guy. I don't Mm. like a sugary heavy cocktail. Like the idea of drinking like. This is from a different era, of course, but like a sex on the beach or I guess more modern would probably be like a margarita. I like a margarita, but if that's like the only thing I'm getting, that's a little too much. How about, I uh, imagine... Rum and Coke for me is the big offender. Mm. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Just I can't do this. I love Coke. Uh, that's one of my favorite soft drinks that's killing me. But I but mixed with a rum, like I don't I don't want this. This doesn't taste besides good. besides seltzer. I can't do a soda mixer anymore. That's I fine. really can't. I, I really nothing I, against I it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just not a, I'm just not big on it anymore. Not even tonic water, really. Like a gin and tonic sometimes. I would I would much prefer a gin and soda with a lime, funny mm. enough. I think so too. I think I'd like that. I just have become kind of a baby when it comes to sugar, funny enough. And you'd think babies like sugar, but sometimes you get a baby that's like, "No, I want to chew on something sour." 
Sour Babies. Sour Sour Babies. The newest. You, you move over Sour Patch Kids. Now Sour Babies. They're just smaller. We cut them in half, and we charge you twice as much. And that big bag you get at the movie theater. Oh, you love that big bag, don't you? I just do. that that nine dollar bag of gummies, and you just I love them too. If they have watermelon, and I'm more of a bunch of crunch guy normally, but. I do like me them watermelon gummies. I saw Oppenheimer recently with my parents, which I was surprised they wanted to go, but they did. And they said, do you want to go? And I love the movies. I love the theater. And of I course. bought a big bag of, uh, <laughs> I bought a, I bought a Coke slushie per my last comment. You gotta. And you gotta. a big bag of gummy lifesavers. And I went up to the register and I looked the guy dead in the eye and almost said out loud, this is who I am now. Because I, I just feel like it's hard to go, it's hard to go young or older than getting gummy lifesavers because they're basically chew toys for adults. <laughs> You're so, but 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 kids have to enjoy them too, though. That is, I, I don't guess. think it's a mark of your age. I've never age, seen a think. kid buy any. I think it would have said a lot more if you asked for like hard lifesavers, like, "Hey, do you have a roll of hard lifesavers I can suck on during this?" <laughs> that would have that would have denoted your age way worse. Or if they still had root beer barrels, that would have been way worse. I think there's something. Slightly more youthful about gummy lifesavers in that they're a gummy, you know? But I, I yeah. Do you I have any you. unflavored Jolly Ranchers? Plain. I'd like those. <laughs> oh, so two of every color of these jelly beans, right? Nope. They're all the same flavor. Plain. Plain. Do you have any Jolly Ice Cubes? They're just they're just unsugared ice cubes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, do you have a sugar-free water for me? Oh, it's seltzer? A little too spicy for me. You know, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> I We did go see the Barbie movie recently. Oh, so and between we, us, we have Barbenheimer. This is a great market. We have Barbenheimer. Because have you seen have you seen the Barbie yet? No, I have not. And I have not seen the Oppen yet. So we're one we're one of a Barbenheimer. So we probably don't have to see the movies we haven't seen yet. Like because you've seen it, I now have spiritually seen Oppenheimer through you. Because I don't know, I do want to see the Bob, the Bob movie, but I was going to try to look for Showtimes tomorrow. But three hours long, starting at eight o'clock. That's a that's a late night. It's a great movie, but I will say it is three hours. And you yeah. know it's three hours. You should definitely see Barbie movie, though. It is very good. But we did go and we got a blue raspberry slushy. Uh, and mm. you know what? The Regal Cinemas, I don't know if AMC still does this, but the Regal Cinemas is the last stand for getting the American size that you want and not being lied to in this country. Mm. I understand why we stopped doing like super size me's because of the way that was turning us all as a nation. But goddamn, I ordered a we ordered a medium and that medium was the size of a baby. You could have <laughs> put a baby in I've that cup it. hole. I've seen we it. We literally brother. our joke the whole night was literally stroking the top of the slush and going no fears now, only dreams. <laughs> as we were drinking from it. Like what that is we need to go back to that. Will that make us feel better in these dark in these dark times? I know we were trying to be a healthier nation. But I think with everything that's going on in the world today, we need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. And when you order a small, that small is 64 ounces. And when it's a large, it's a fuck you, it's large. Like you're going to have to go to the bathroom five times. If you can even go to the bathroom anymore at all with all that sugar crystallizing in your bladder. If they had sizes, and this is actually from one of my favorite uh, wing spots, the Chegg, the Chicken and the Egg in Long Beach Island. Of course, if the If you're Chegg. listening restaurant, you're doing the Lord's work. One of their wing flavors, the chicken is obs- lords, the chicken lords. One of their wing flavors is obscene, and so I think they should start <laughs> measuring the fair. sizes at the movie theater like that. It's like a really good, terrible night out, like obscene, and then it's like war crime is like that big old like bathtub of popcorn they give you if you're yeah large, and and that would actually fit so well with Oppenheimer. Like that was just called war crime, <laughs> yeah. And then if there's a possibility to like, they should start 
selling candy like that, like whether you wanted Twizzlers, because I remember them just being, okay, so it's like if you go to the Hershey store in Times Square or Hershey, Pennsylvania, and they sell like a five pound bar of Hershey's chocolate Mm -hmm. or like five pounds of Twizzlers or whatever. Like if you want enough Bunch of Crunch to fill a bathtub, that size should just be called the Hague and you should be able to buy it. I have. But you are on a watch list having bought it. Oh, yeah. The FBI will be calling you and then hanging up at least once a day every day. It's not too intrusive, but it's a gentle reminder. The surveillance is on you, but it'd be well worth it. I always wanted them to make Twizzlers one 18-foot rope instead of the small ones. I think that would be more fun. Do you think, is, is there a Guinness record for that? Like largest Twizzler? There Has must that happened be yet? somewhere. We're not going to look it up but who, now. But who has the access to the Twizzlers except Candy Co. or whoever owns them? Um, a Monsanto. I don't know. Is that not them. is that not a Hersheyman? I really don't know. But I mean, we don't have the means to test this hypothesis. We we I don't know how to make my own Twizzler. Do you? No. And the idea of candy making at home is a real scary endeavor. Short of like fudge, I can make mm. fudge. I know how I've to had do some that. of it. It's very good. Thank you. I appreciate that. I like making it. It's a holiday It's a holiday treat. But one of the reasons why I like enjoying it is because it's not liquefied sugar, because there's nothing scarier than liquefying sugar in a pot on your stove at home, because what you've made is essentially napalm. You've essentially <laughs> created a very... Da- if that gets to your skin, that is it, my brother, because not only is it well above 300 degrees Fahrenheit, but it is going to stick to your skin. And so like, I remember my mom would make stuff with liquefied sugar like a candy for christmas or something like that and it's long sleeves and it's like the oven mitts that go all the way down to your elbows and you have just need you need to be careful she she has like what uh christopher lloyd wears in who framed roger rabbit when he dips the cartoons in the dip this that long rubber glove well that's how my mom would test it is she would get an animated shoe and kill it (laughs) and if it died then it was good to eat (laughs) that's how you knew it was ready to go we'd have i mean we're the reason why two towns population has been decimated so much is because all of the amazing ca- uh, confections we would make around Christmas time and the freeway and oh, well, of course we're making the freeway. Yeah. yeah. Have you have you seen those Dodgers? What a bunch of bums. <laughs> We'd talk to a car. <laughs> We'd be horny for a cartoon character. You know how it it's is. happened to us all right in. Tell us about it. Exactly. We've all we've all lost our brother who died by a tune. <laughs> Death by tune. You know, we could bring up the thing we were going to bring up, but instead we could just get right to the card as well because we're already at the 16 minute mark. That sounds, that sounds good. About. We could save that for the next time. Although it will. It, so I, you told me already, I won't spoil it for the audience. That will keep until the next episode or the episode following. Yeah, it'll so hold. I, I think it'll be okay. All right. It'll, it'll hold until we're okay. This but was I far do... more important. Whether we can make our own Twizzlers. Whether we can make, look, whether we can make our own Twizzlers. I, I used to follow a YouTube channel. I, I do still follow them. I just haven't kept up with their most recent videos. They're in Tallahassee, Florida. Shout outs to them because they're very cool looking. They're called Hidden Displays of Confection. Ooh. And can't remember the beginning of their name. I'll, I'll put a link somewhere so you guys can see it. And you get to watch the candy making process. And it's like old school. I think they call it like chip candy where like you make it into those long circular strands. And then you take a piece of metal and you just kind of cut out little pieces. And then oh. you just the, the goal is you just suck on It's a hard candy. Oh. It, it just looks really cool. And there's little prints on the inside of it. They fold it in such a fashion that if you look at the inside of the candy, if it's orange flavored, it looks like an orange slice. If it's grape, it looks like a grape. Yeah, you know, all those things. Christmas, there's little Christmas trees on it. Oh, it's just very cool. Yeah, I uh, I think it's I think the full name is Lofty Pursuits and Hidden Displays of Confection. But if I'm wrong, you'll see it in the Instagram 
post that I'll eventually put up so you all can stop screaming at Bobby and I. Don't scream at Bobby. He's not the one that brought this up. I'm. We're a partnership. You're the Oppenheimer to my Barbie or the other way around. It doesn't matter. But either way, scream at us equally because I fear being left out more than I fear being reprimanded. Bobby, I think you and I are both enough. Wouldn't you agree? Ah, no. Me too. Okay. Um... <laughs> I wanted to bring up something regarding Barbenheimer about horse girls, but we don't have to do that. I right don't now. like that but sentence at all. Yeah, no, I promise you. There's a <laughs> no. There's a point. It's not a bad thing. Okay. It's I. I don't like your tone right now. <laughs> I'm trying my best. Okay, I promise. You know what? It's not worth bringing up. You know what is worth bringing up? Our card. Okay. You know where you can see the card at Greetings Pod on Instagram and at Greetings Cast on Twitter. Also, if you'd like to have discourse about the Barbie movie and how cool it was and what you think about horses and horse girls and how it's not weird, it's just interesting that there's a little bit of horse girl erasure in it. And I could bring that up in the discussions, but I won't bring it up here by all means. Or maybe just rate and review us on iTunes. Maybe that's just enough, huh? Maybe that's just enough to do some things, get you through the day. Is that enough for you people? Don't we is give that enough, enough for you people? God. Oh, it's getting hot in here. That, that being said, I do need you to email me the card. I did email you the card. You did? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. While Bobby is doing that, we are going to uh, thank Liz at FizzLocks. Thank you so much for sending us the card this oh, week. Oh, thank you, this Liz. Was brought Appreciate in. it. Thank you, Liz. This is going to be a real good time. She showed me this, and little peek behind the curtain here. She showed me this, and I was flabbergasted for many reasons i was exhausted for some and flabbergasted by others so i think we're going to have a lot of meat on the bones to bring up i can't do you wait. not see the email i uh, could you send it one more time i don't know why it didn't go through no worries it might have been an issue on my end i can vamp longer about twizzlers and uh, I'm gonna... how the the pink ones still count i know some purists say they don't but those people are wrong the pink ones are cherry right the pink ones are cherry red vines do not count i had red vines for the first time and uh, and man, does the quality drop? No offense, but I'm going to insult you, Red Vines. Sorry, you got to do better. I can't have this conversation again about Red Vines. Ah. It'll make me very angry. All right, fine. Let's move on to Islam. I just <laughs> going down my been, list. Been waiting for us to bring this up. The only two <laughs> things we're allowed to talk about: Red Vines and Islam. <laughs> the I I actually in my when I was when I was a younger man with better control of my sugar intake and not a fear of what it would do to my waistline. I would feverishly eat the cherry pull and peel because I thought it was much more fun than the strawberry Twizzler. Oh, yeah, it and is. It, it's it's a dynamic game of cat and mouse between you and the Twizzler. Oh, absolutely. We Tommy, we Tom and Jerry did constantly. Who, who's going to win this one? One of my favorites was, so we had a tradition in my family come Easter morn where we would make a full cake that looked like a bunny rabbit. Oh. And yeah, it's cool. And you kind of like cut out the cake so that it, you make ears and a bow tie and then the face. And one of the candy staples you need for it is pull and peel Twizzlers to make the whiskers and also like decorate around the bow tie and make a little monocle. But you need a grand total. You know, the pull and peel Twizzlers come in a very big shareable bag and yes. you need about five strands of this Twizzler in order to make it. So my sister and I would hork the rest of this thing. We would just shove it down our gaping, selfish maws and <laughs> Easter was... And around 6 p.m., the sugar crash would come, and we would just be, like, dead on the couch. It oh, was my God. Yeah. fun and depressing to watch. Uh, Bobby, did you receive the card I sent you via text? No. Uh, oh, wait. Hold on one second. Let me see if it came through on my phone. Hold, please. If you'd prefer, I can send it to you on your Gmail account. Would you mind? Yeah, if you can. That would be Absolutely, Sailor. You've got it. Uh, you're gonna, you are gonna find so many oceans. You don't even know, man. I got very into raisinets 
recently, which I know is sort of a older generation candy, but I kind of like it. I have to say, it doesn't doesn't hurt. I like raisinets. I think the thing of mixing raisinets with popcorn really changes the game. I think that was something that I heard that's a, that's a hack. Then, yeah, certainly. And then Whiplash made that more well known, but that definitely assists in it. But I like I like a raisin. It's not my first go to. I would say I would be quicker to go to a what are they called? The mints, the chocolate mints. Oh, uh, bonbons? No, or um, snow caps? No, the other ones. They're like they're they're like they're like a York peppermint patty where it's like a mint goo in the middle, but it's chocolate coated. The the Seinfeld episode oh, where Kramer. Um, oh, um, junior mints. junior mints. Yes, of course. I like a junior mint. Yeah, yeah, that's my old candy. I enjoy that. This did come through, and oh my ah. gosh, Liz and I are on a wavelength. I have seen this card, and I'm so excited to talk about it. This oh. has been in my stable for a couple months, and I was like, I want to save this one. I'll figure it out, but I'm oh, so excited to talk oh, about well, it. Oh, well, I'm sorry if we took one that's in your uh, – I took one of your horses. No, no, it was languishing there. I'm glad that, Liz, thank you, you <laughs> brought this to the, to the forefront, and now we have no choice but to talk. Liz brought it out to trot. So, Dan, what we have here, and audience, thank you for your patience as we were vamping air quotes. I don't know if you know that technical term from the broadcast industry. It's when one of you is bad at things and the other one says, fine, I'll keep talking until we figure out. And in this case, I'm the bad one. No, no, no. It was, it was both of us. Don't worry about it. It's fun when it's both of us because then it's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so you feel so bad about it. <laughs> so we have here what it appears to be a normal size card, a rectangular one, none of your fancy uh, uh, squares or gigantos. The bottom border is all white, ex- about the bottom third of it except for a single horizontal line and in some pretty nondescript type is just the words puppy butt exclamation uh-huh. point puppy butt and then just above that in the top two-thirds of the card is I think an actual photo of the back half of a dog lounging on a carpet it's got to be under a light of some sort because there's a shadow, but it's a real dog. It's got two cute little paws facing up. You can see the little pads on the bottom of their feet, their their haunches, their legs. And then in the top is just a picture of a dog's butt. It's not obscene. Dog's it's butt. not pornographic yeah. as far as I know, but it is there. It's as charming and as formal as a puppy butt could possibly be. Yes. By the way, Bobby, I don't mean to do corrections with our descriptions here, but we're, we're not 100% sure if this is a... True puppy butt, a genuine puppy butt. I'm not even getting into AI mid-journey animations. I'm referring to the gentleman. I don't remember if they were in the United States. I thought they might have been in Japan who spent like $30,000 or something on a dog costume so that they could live to be a dog. Oh. Did you see that I, recent bit of news? Uh, no, I did not, but Good. I'm happy to hear You're about so it. You're so much healthier. <laughs> you, do, you do so much healthier things like read books and watch good movies and don't read trash. And so like I – so but the future that we live in now – Somebody out there is trying to fool humans by dressing up like a I don't remember what kind of dog it was. It was one of those. It was the dog. And I, I just to bring up the Simpsons again, it was like the dog <laughs> that Laddie looked like in that episode. Oh, like a um, border collie. Uh, it was like a, it was a border collie or, yes, uh, a, or a border just collie. a regular collie. The, the, Lassie, Notice the how, Lassie dog. Yeah. Yes, the Lassie dog. Notice how I'm so bad about dog breeds that I wasn't even able to reference a dog breed unless I had seen it from a TV series. I know nothing about dogs. I didn't grow up with them this looks like a little baby pit bull or like a french bulldog but i i'm not sure of that so don't get on me it does Puppy yeah I, I would bet a french bulldog or, or something of that ilk so, a smaller compact dog a, a mutton dog not not your filet mignons no 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 absolutely this is more 
when you say filet mignons, like definitely, do you mean like a high quality dog? No, I, I shouldn't have picked that one. More like a, not a very long, lean dog. Oh, like this has got some yeah. compact beef to it. Oh yeah, this is this is a rump roast of a dog. Oh, no, yeah. I know what you mean now. My apologies. Yeah, this is absolutely this is this is a nice big rump roast a little doggy. And that part isn't the thing that offends me. I want to get it out there right now. That, <laughs> but like, what does well, Dan tell us? Okay, let's get into it. So there's not. Look, I have nothing against the trend in our internet world and in our meme sharing image sharing moments of joy that we get wherever we may get them however you may enjoy them that is none of my business i love a cute animal i love seeing a puppy pick there is a trend of cute puppy butts i think corgi butts tend to be the most popular i've noticed and mm. while those might not exactly be up my avenue I am not here to insult that. Obviously, this card is for somebody who loves the rear end of a baby dog so much for its cuteness that it needs to have it on its celebratory card, which, by the way, we're just going to point out here for the grading. We have yet to find out what the event is with which you would purchase this card. My issue is that in order to convey the emotions of said enjoyment of the memified animal backside, you have decided to do it in the most low energy way possible yes even the lighting i wouldn't say i'm not against this picture on principle but even the lighting is a little like someone didn't turn their lamp off in the living room like this has this has real keenan and kel is on the tv vibes and you have one lamp on the living room energy right now (laughs) this is a soft lighting like you're quickly going into the room to get into another one and you're going to turn off that lamp before bed this is a secondary lighting for a room that you're in not in at the moment. This isn't your high class boudoir puppy, but you know, this is this is no. on on the cheaper end, let's just say it. This almost looks like this puppy butt is supposed to be the image for a cheaply made jazz album. Like on the top <laughs> it's supposed to say like Billy Shams and the Grandels and then on the bottom right it's supposed to be Button It Till Dawn or something <laughs> like that. Or the Puppy Butt Sessions live at Stucco's in Elberon, New Jersey. I don't know. Either way, it's a little too smoky for mm. the goal here, which is to because that butt at the end, the word butt has an exclamation point. And it's supposed to be exciting, but there's something a little bit too like low tone to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, just, just diffused, quieted down, confused. Or, that's I'm sorry, diffused. I don't know if that's, that's diffused. Problem, yeah. Definitely. There's a diffusion going on here. Yeah. It, it feels like the energy is a little more scattered. So it, it's not bright colored the way that a celebratory card is supposed to be. No, it's not. I, I think that the exclamation point puppy, butt at the bottom makes it clear it's a joyful exclamation, but judging by the photo alone, there's nothing, very celebratory about it and uh, no. this boudoir photo shoot will not save your marriage i'm just just based on sight alone so let's are just you get sure that. about that though no but you know the problems that time and rondell have been having these days it's like it's gonna take more than this this is a good first step but you can't stop here time i know that i mean that fight that they had in the cell phone museum was really hard to watch i mean time and rondell really really having it with each other about whose fault it was that the pizza pockets weren't turned at the exact right time because, you know, Rondolo likes them at four minutes. Mm. And as you know, time grew up in a three-minute house. But, you know, they do share a love of puppy butts. That's the only thing they talk about. It's what's on all the paintings in their home, unfortunately. And there was the hope that this was going to help them out. It was. Can you hear me now? No, I don't think we're connected at all, even in the cell phone museum. <laughs> the only thing that's roaming in this place is my love for you. It's roaming elsewhere. <laughs> and also, going back to the feeling of low energy with this card, 
because I can forgive that the picture above is a little bit smoky, a little bit demure, a little bit boudoir, a little bit jazzy. Certainly doesn't feel like we're about to go to a party. But what's more (laughs) egregious is below it, to give some syntax to what we're seeing here, it is in easily 12-point font. It is not bigger than that. And it's not a festive font. It's pretty straightforward and plain. It looks like either Arial or Times New Roman, something that easily was on Google Docs. Or God forbid Helvetica. Let's not even open up that can of worms. Okay, more like can of words, if you ask me. Oh. I said more like can of worms, if you ask me. I'm back already. All right, geez. It took a five-second smoke break. If I say three more times, Bobby explodes. The... It says it in, yeah, it easily just stock font that anyone can yeah. get for free. Then there's a line, and then easily, I'm not good with measurements, three to two inches of just white. Just, just blank just space. Blank space. My art teacher in seventh grade would never have let me pull this shit. You would have gotten so lambasted by Miss Gravesite. She would have been so unhappy with the amount of Ms. white. Miss Gravesite loved the kiln. She worshipped the kiln. I had one thing go in the kiln and I didn't baste it properly and it exploded <laughs> and I've never been forgiven. One time when we, after we graduated, you know, we all went to Blumpy's for late night wine coolers and Miss Gravesite let me see her collarbone tattoo and it says live and die for the kiln. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. You know, she even let me sit in her. She let me sit in her uh, her rented Sebring for a minute. It felt good. <laughs> well, thing I could. <laughs> No, go on. I, I'm just going to keep with this fantasy until you stop me. I, I'll let you keep going. But I I think there is no reason to not use the bottom quarter of this card for anything. This feels like a really exceptional homemade card. I am surprised that it's is available exactly, for purchase. That is exactly so far, what I it was could thinking, change. Bobby. It could change. This is page one. This is the nicest card that you made at home because yeah. you almost forgot it was someone's birthday the night before. Like you stayed up an extra hour late to put this together. Like that part is nice, but it's, you know, if you were thinking a little bit harder about it or had a little bit more time to spare, you would have done something to gussy up the bottom, even flood it, you know, do a filler with a new color, like yellow or purple or anything. Nothing. Blank white space. Blank and white, like the feeling I have about where you were with the balance of this card. Like, where the fuck were you with this? It, It just feels... It feels like it was hot off the I don't care presses. And it's funny because something something about something about the cards that are so low effort make it even more funny. Cause it's like this thing was supposed to go out and be sold to people. You have to compete. I mean, if you look at the photo that this was given to us on, you have to compete with all those other cards. And this is the this is the mess you're sending out. This is the stew you've provided. This feels like when you print stuff at work on the wrong size of page. You meant to put ledger, yes, but you put letterhead or the or vice versa, and you go to the printer and like, oh man, now I got to do that one thing today again. I guess I'll take my three hour lunch break. Yeah. You, ju- you, you do that one thing again and you like do it with both of your feet dragging. And then once it's done, you're like, oh, I think I could justify stop working at three 30. I think we've done it. We've done enough today. Just going to zone out at my desk. I'm heading That's to the coffee there. pot room to talk shop with the other coffee pots. Yes. <laughs> See what the other coffee pots are up to and how they do their work. And uh, when I'm done with that, I'm going to go into the wellness room that was designed for breastfeeding, but <laughs> 
I'm going to take a nap in it. <laughs> and I am going to drink the little water bottles in the fridge. Look, if those lazy working moms aren't going to use it, someone should. Oh, what? I have to start breastfeeding in order to use the nice room that we that is designed to take a nap in? Well, I guess I'm going to start then. <laughs> this, yeah, it, it just it blew <laughs> my mind. I didn't mean to leave you hanging with that. I was just like, what's going to happen next? And then I had nothing. Did you want me to keep going no, and talking I, about breastfeeding? No, it was perfect cliff fall, I think. I think because I sometimes, sometimes I need a, a gauge stopper to be like, you know what, Dan? We don't have to talk about you starting breastfeeding, what that entails. No, what, what, what keeps us fresh is occasionally one of us won't hit the brakes and we force the other person to steer. Yeah, ex- absolutely. We are careening down the cliff of the bit. <laughs> and we need someone to, we could really use a break, but instead, hey, you know what? That that gets us to the hour mark <laughs> because we can't, we can't talk enough about how this is so much, this card is so much a quota card. This fills yeah, it does the feel quota. That way. Yeah. It fulfills every need that the publisher had to fulfill in order to legally get their quota across the finish line. Cute photo, phrase, and line below it. That's, that's it. And they they've basically finished it up and and they did and they only needed three fourths of the or not even one third of the space that they were given. This feels like someone's last day at the card yep. factory. Yeah. Someone is saying, I followed your rules. I did what you said. Now give me my severance pay so I can go and take my four day vacation in beautiful uh, Manahawk in New Jersey. Or wherever you're going, I can't think of a single business in Manahawkin, and we both are not too far from that town. But I just, they have I, a good Bagels and Beyond. Ooh, you know. okay. And I'm sure a TD Bank has an outlet there because you the, the, you have a history in your family of being gifted gift certificates to find bagel stores in the greater what, what uh, greater Scotch Plains, or was that uh, in Brick? It was oh, Scotch Plains, uh, right? Uh, bagel Bagel Chateau, yes, of course. Bagel and, Chateau, yeah, Union, oh, uh, a premier Union County spot for uh, for Absolutely. bagels. Yeah. What was your bagel order? I forget. When I was a kid or as I evolved into a full human? Let's start when you were but a halfling. I used to order real boring. I used to get a poppy with nothing on it. I was really quite a picky eater, so that was it. And then now it's- Me a, too, brother. Yeah. I've become a little more sophisticated, but usually bacon, egg, and cheese, but I will alternate the bagel style. I'll do everything poppy, sometimes pumpernickel if I'm feeling particularly spicy. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I hear that, friend. I hear that. I've also changed my stripes as I have gotten older, and my preference now is usually for an everything bagel. I like it with a lox and or salmon cream cheese. Oh, beautiful. The worst one I ever did, though, was uh, I got a strawberry bagel with scallion cream cheese because I was like, let's see how this treats us. And the answer was bad. It was a bad <laughs> choice. It was sweet on top of oniony. But you lived, is... damn it. You lived. I- I lived to do another 9-11 tour that day. So that's all that I had the energy to do one more in me. Bad breath and all. I was like, all right, let's get going to World Trade Center, I'm here. everybody. Doing my George H.W. Bush impression. <laughs> Not going to do it. <laughs> so did you want to, because I promise you that you're going to get nothing but disappointment come the next page. I'm ready to, ready to be hurt. Let me go to the all second right. page. <laughs> Let's let's not be mad. Let's be disappointed. Okay, so we're going to skip past the meditation page because it appears to be just purple sort of a... Is that mauve, lilac? I don't know what you call that. I would give it like... Yeah, I would say like a violet mauve okay. maybe, like yeah. a little a little bit brighter than indigo. The important thing is it does nothing for us and we do nothing for it. So we can... You know, I don't think we deserve meditation. Uh, we no. haven't worked hard enough for it. No. Meditation is for people who worked hard. The people who tell me they meditate, I think you could probably use some clutter in your brain, honestly. Everyone I go to at the meditation factory, I'm like, you know what? You need to be a little bit more, you know, busy up here before you can feel less busy in here. Dan points to his heart. 
for a second and my screen you were pointing at your throat and i was like oh the larynx. <laughs> you gotta be less you gotta be less busy in the throat how do we do that take your allergy medication on time consider eating non-dairy products stop drinking just dairy i understand you like your hot milk jartle but that's not good summer drinking okay pull a cellula bankhead and crush up eggshells into your water and drink that to make your voice nice and raspy and sexy oh i forgot that she did that yeah. that's like she, why not why not just take a wood chipper to your esophagus my she Christ. would have if the technology had been available oh imagine how that felt in the moment bad because i remember eating like tortilla chips kind of harshly so it scrapes your throat <laughs> with the salt if you have a Dan's sore like throat. i get women okay no. i once had a, hey. I once had a tough <laughs> tortilla chip <laughs> we we get we get you we feel it Oh, look, Dan. Hey, look, I'm a feminist. I get women. I've, e- I've eaten a tortilla chip wrong a couple of times, so I understand the struggle. I've both seen the Barbie movie and I've eaten a tortilla chip rough. So hey, make no mistake. I get it. I'm an ally and I and I'm empathetic. But whole ca- whole eggshells. That is a eh. that's a that's a tall order for your that's a rough egg. for your throat. So as you're going to the next page, I think we can all say have that thought in your head of consuming rougher pieces of eggshell with water because we don't deserve meditation that's for that's for closers and we haven't eggshell water is for closers you people are barely in the fifth inning you need brass balls to make a card like this and speaking of that on the third page another more or less completely blank white page with the same font in medium-sized text is the phrase if a photo of a puppy butt doesn't make you happy Comma, I don't know what will. (laughs) Okay, well. This card, this is the first card that gave up on us. This is a text message that someone drew around. This is when you promised your mom you'd come home early for once. And then you stayed out too late. You stayed out too late at wine cooler night with Miss Gravesite. You didn't get home until three in the morning. And she texts you at eight in the morning because you were supposed to go to Vino Church with her. But you had the thrills for the kilns. You couldn't leave. You lived and died by the kiln, just like Miss Gravesite did when she got that cool collarbone tattoo and she went off to art school teacher church. And she just, your mom sends you a text message at night or in the morning. And it just says, Maybe even gives you this card and says, if this card doesn't straighten you up, I just don't know what will. There's something so, does it feel, I mean, sorry, I'm kind of stepping on your rating here, Bobby, but like, no, do please. you feel, do you feel lectured by this? I get what you mean because you open it up and, it, and it's sort of a, a decent enough home Photoshop job, but for a professional card, it does feel like you simply forego, forgone, forwent, for traveled a third forsook. of the card. Forsook. Thank you for being here. Um, for so- <laughs> <Me too. laughs> a third of the card for nothing because you're like puppy butt and then you just really from there you lost more steam if a photo yeah. of a puppy butt doesn't make you happy I don't know what will and so I like dogs Dan I want to actually ask you about this I do like dogs I like cats you too. finally admitted it I finally admit it here and now I need you all got to it know. on camera folks yeah it's all happening <laughs> yeah this is sort of fetish is too strong a word but like this is a like a subculture of dog worship is like particularly butts like is that like of cuteness I mean not not in anything yeah. risque just like no I know what you mean, it, it, I know what you mean. this is a thing that I I have heard is a draw for people of a particular kind of cuteness I've never 
felt that myself, but I'm not knocking it. Is that true, or is this card way off base and you don't even know what they're talking about as well? So what you're asking is, like, is the fandom particularly for the cuteness and the focus of cuteness on the puppy butts a large enough thing to I guess, facilitate a yeah, card does, audience? Does this set off fireworks in your brain? I'm just curious if... Because this doesn't particularly do it for me, and as a person who likes dogs, that's a little surprising. So I, I wanted to know how you felt. Personally, myself, fireworks have not been struck. We can't even find the gunpowder for something like this. Assaultpeter's all wet. Yeah, assaltpeter's all wet, and I'm not getting the dyes correctly. How long of a wick? And I... A John wick. <laughs> and it's... The, but the so I also I also love dogs like you Bobby must love dogs on DVD mm-hmm. but I also do not have an affiliation specifically for their cute hindquarters but as I have seen through the unfortunate annals of the internet <laughs> I don't like that I use the word annals there I'm gonna redo it uh, can't, I, can't I am, go backward only nope, forward nope I can do whatever I please I'm the one that it's this thing uh, as I uh, no, you're right. I'm just gonna keep using it. As someone who per- sometimes peruses the many different pet fandoms or annals of the internet, mm-hmm. I have seen this community. This community does exist, and there are enough of them that would probably justify a extended purchase of okay. a card like this. I have, but I, I guess I'm with you in that I've never seen it for all breeds the ones that i see more so there's like a thing with corgi butts that's that's like my introduction that's new to me i didn't know that yeah there's like a whole thing with people liking corgi butts so much so that i've seen bakeries make like cupcakes based on them which that's a whole oh my that's a whole yeah no is this one of your erotic cake shops that you tell me so much about i have not seen this at the erotic cake shops that i have been to Mm. but maybe i gotta get a personal friend of mine out in denver uh Mm. out there and i don't know if it's fair to call him a personal friend a person who i consider a friend who makes lovely (laughs) erotic cakes and escamas this thing you know what i'm not gonna a stranger i haven't met yet that's every erotic cake shock paper is just a friend you haven't met yet (laughs) It doesn't it doesn't fit as well as a stranger, but you try to mm. fill them in. But yeah, I, I do think I do think this a- appeals to a lot of people. It just does not appeal to me and not to many people that I know personally. But yeah, it's, it's I more the laziness, I think, because the, not that there's anything wrong with this focus on the particular anatomy of a dog. I guess it's just it, the card coupled with the card sort of starting at medium and going lower. It just doesn't doesn't track me. And I don't I, like I said last episode or two episodes ago, I don't like to criticize when people do creative things. I'm not trying to tear stuff down. This isn't this isn't one of your 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 gotcha podcasts. But there's just certain cards where I do have to say like I, I really just want to know at what point where did you start? Were you at five and went down? Were you is is this yeah. ten for you? And it's I, I just I never fully know. So that's why I have you here to run these Well what I like about our algorithm, no, yeah. What I like about our personal algorithm and what we've done thus far here at Greetings is we have not been critical of creativity in general. We have not put a ranking system on whether or not something is creative. What I think we put more of a ranking of and system of the fridge system and all that, that is more heavily focused on quality of creation. What effort have you put into bringing your creativity forward and what level of creativity you've brought to it? Because it is very easy to phone these in, which I think was one of the many impetuses to start talking about greeting cards to begin with, is you've got ones that are masterful and you've got ones that have barely been, you know, thrown out at the last minute. Yeah. And this, it is easy 
to not feel guilty about this card because it is clear that no creativity was brought in. This is clearly a card that knew its audience and was like, let's just slap a butt on it. Let's just say, you know, look slap at the Slap a thing. butt on it, boys, and call me Sally because I'm ready to go. Slap a butt on it and call me another butt because there is a butt on here. Here's here's a roadmap for what they were thinking when they put this together, okay? Slap something on it that is memeable. Dog butt. People love that on the internet. Right. Check, Check out the Reddit. Check. Check out Instagram. Put the descriptor on the front of it. It does not say happy birthday. It does not say a butt pun like, oh, sorry, I'm a little behind on wishing you a happy birthday or what a ruckus in my tuckus. It's your birthday. You were real it ass just last says, night. Thanks for yeah, a exactly, birthday. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It just says puppy butt. You might as well just have an arrow point to it and go, look, it's a dog's ass. You could have just said that and it's the same sentiment. Then we get to the next page and it's kind of a threat it says, if a photo of a puppy butt doesn't make you happy, I don't know what will. No exclamation point, no fun font, no sparkles on the sides or little celebrations or balloons. It just says, in plain aerial 12-point black font on white background, if a puppy butt, if a photo of a puppy butt doesn't make you happy, I don't know what will. I'm coming to your side of the tracks. I, yeah, I'm like, oh, wow, if you read it with that voice, that timbre... It's this is a desperation card. It's like I don't know how to reach you anymore. We we went to the cell phone museum. That did nothing somehow. I don't know what to do anymore. This is the beginning of times and what was the other philanderers, philambolos? Oh, rondelay. Phil- Sorry. This is the beginning of time and Rondelay's divorce. <laughs> this is the beginning of them, Rondelay sitting there in the love seat they didn't even want. Time enjoying a glass of creme de menthe and him saying out the window, if a photo of a puppy butt doesn't make you happy, I don't know what will. And it's just, wow, I didn't know this was a marriage story. I got chills. I didn't know we were going to. We chills. don't know what celebration this is for. Yeah wait, what, yeah, wait. Yeah, wait. What is it yeah. celebrating? Great question. You could write anything in here. You could say "great coup" or <laughs> like, "look forward to next time." Beautiful coup. <laughs> Just amazing. Oh, Rondelay, can I say you and time? I know you guys have been going through some marriage issues. We've been seeing it. We were also at the cell phone museum of arts. But can I say the coup you've put together? I mean, I've never been more under martial law. And it's all thanks to you. It could be anything. You're right. It could be like, good job at the batting cages. Better luck next time. Yeah. Sorry they were out of pink cotton candy. Glad you got blue. <laughs> Sorry to hear that Van Helsing's no longer on DVD. Like, this could be this could be anything. This could be anything. And there's something more egregious about that. There's something more evil about it. Because you've now had nothing to do. You have done so little. This is this is a 0.0 GPA card. <laughs> because at least you need the direction to be like, all right, I know this is a sympathy card. I know this is a happy anniversary card. I know this is a, oh, cool, you bought concentrated orange juice this time card. <laughs> this time you've done, you've had no rails and you haven't even tried to get anything to the station. <laughs> and by the way, it only gets worse on the last page. All right. So the back of the, oh, no. Um, <laughs> so the back of the card, it, you know, normally it has the trademark and who made it. So it has the price three sixty nine on the cheaper end of cards, uh, which is fine. No, no shade. Yeah, it makes sense. Made from one hundred percent recycled paper. It's a Hallmark brand, 
but it's a sub brand called Chewbox. One word with the first O is a smiley face. And there's two things I want to mention. The first being below the Shoebox logo are is the phrase Hallmark approved, period, sorta, period. Yeah, it feels like it. Yeah, <laughs> feels like it sure does. And then at the top, once again, whoever made this card loves the horizontal delineations because in the corner, very small, is the same photo of the puppy butt from the front. And next to it are the hashtags squee, S-Q-U-E-E-E-E, four E's, and hashtag you are welcome. Yeah. What is happening in this dairy town, milkman? Dairy town USA, uh, population milk. Unless this designer like this is a big fan of some of the older Joan and Vasquez graphic novels, then I'm assuming but who isn't? this is an onomatopoeia for what one does when they see a puppy butt. And going back to what we were saying earlier, because I am in kinship with you, dear Bobby, wherein I don't really feel anything for specifically for the animal's rear end, but- I don't think I've also ever said squee out loud for something cute. Yeah, that's I understand one of those, where it's coming. That is one of those yeah. onomatopoeias that we've made up. It's not really a sound. People don't make yeah. that sound. It feels very mid 2000s. Yes. Like that's kind of like an I can have cheese, I can has cheeseburger yes. meme. This is when you and your friends would describe yourselves as, quote, random, end quote. Yes. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Like a lot of jokingly saying meow to everything or. Uh, I, I literally, as we're talking about this, I'm only thinking of the song "It's Raining Tacos." That's the only thing that's coming to mind. We were head. young, you know. We were all hopped up on the Star Wars prequels and and, and the Iraq <laughs> War. You know, it was a heady time, guys. You know, when the port of HomestarRunner.com was not taking us in, we were we had to resort to whatever was on Albino Black Sheep. You have to give us credit. No, there was actually a lot of good stuff. There was just some stuff that was also I look back at and don't want to watch again. Oh, there's plenty to salvage certainly, but but you have to yeah. you have to sift through some wreckage before you get there. Yeah, there was a lot. There was it 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 was diamonds in the in the rough mm-hmm. in those days. There was quite a bit of that. That's what Flash will get you, <laughs> uh, Adobe Flash, and then. Hashtag you are welcome. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember thanking you. I don't think I have to thank you for this, honestly. No, yeah. I'm, I don't remember this being a gift. Was this a gift? I'm not aware because gifts for me involve time and effort and love. And I don't think I got a one of those. Unless I say it again, I don't know what this card is for. So I don't even think I said thank you because you didn't tell me what you gave it to me for. We have been stumped before with the purpose of cards, but sometimes we are stumped not by the general purpose, because sometimes it says happy birthday or happy anniversary. It at least is on the track. Yes. But they haven't told us what the view is going to be. Are we going to be seeing mountains or ocean? Who's the person that will be responsible for enjoying it? It's the journey you take us on and the individual who will get the most enjoyment from said journey. Mm-hmm. Here, there is neither journey nor station nor tracks. This is just throwing all of our belongings in a big sack and going... Best of luck. And not even saying that because it doesn't even say best of luck. That's at least a sentiment you'd put on a card. If other cards are trains, this is when those two people pump that weird uh, seesaw, (laughs) but they're not on a track. So they're just carving their way through dirt. (laughs) They're just like they're on a mountain just going across it. And like the wheels are spiking and like, boy, I can't wait to get to Gold Nugget City. (laughs) I hear they have buy one, get one communions. (laughs) Oh boy! I mean, oh, do we? Uh, uh, you wanna you wanna rank this puppy, so to speak, and then we'll oh, uh, we'll go cool know. off in rooms that have AC. <laughs> does, it, does it deserve it? 
Does it does it deserve a rating? No, it does. Bobby, as you are the you are leading the good ship rating greeting card this week, by all means, what port of call do you put us in and where on the fridge does this deserve? Uh, you know, this might be a bit of a plague ship. I don't know if they'll let us disembark. <laughs> um, One too many rats. <laughs> it's uh, it's not an offensive card. It's just I don't know what it's for. I'm not particularly enamored with the images or the sentiment. And it's, I don't know. I just, uh, this is all personal too, but this, this would be given to me by someone who doesn't know me very well. So it's hard to separate the personal from the objective. I gotta be honest, this card might be a, this, this might be a trasher. I don't know. I might just be like, I might look at it for a bit. I might be like, okay, thanks. You know, on, on girdle. And then just like, okay, I'm I'm done now into the, into the pile you go. How about you? What I love about Aunt Girdle is that she, on the will be the opposite of her call. Well, let's just call it a tramp stamp. She's got a tramp stamp that says <laughs> kilns no more. So her and Miss Graves. Oh, his Miss Graves. Right, she was close with Miss Graves. <laughs> she was close with Miss Graves, but they had a they had a tough past, unfortunately. So oh. they've gone different ways with kilns. There's a time to kiln and a time to listen, and those two didn't always sync up. Hey, listen, I see you over there. You got time to kiln. You got time to piln those mushrooms. The my feeling about this card, let's go to that, is that I, I got to tell you, Bobby, I think I'm right with you here mm. because I don't think of myself as a foppish gentleman with white makeup on my face so as to avoid bathing and a wig of top my head to avoid both the fact that I have lice and the syphilis that's keeping my hair out and uh, wearing three-piece suits in the middle of the 1700s summer. And I have been called the greeting card equivalent of a vain popinjay, and I feel as though I'm going to faint from consumption, lest I be more in the company of such roustabouts. However, that is exactly how I feel. I feel as if my very notion of greetings formalities have been completely set asunder by the sheer lack of effort and just wantonness of this existence. And the worst part of it all is... I think it could have been salvaged and stayed on the fridge if there was at least an image for me to enjoy. Mm. But instead, you present me, and I'll be a little crass here with it, you've presented me with a dog's ass. It's not untrue. And a puppy's butt is different if presented in a nicer, kinder light. But instead, it is. it feels far more crude. And so for that reason, I cannot sully my fridge with such paper nonsense i'm so sorry but you know what i don't know what will either because this certainly has not made me happy quite the opposite i guess time and rondelay are really going to go through with the paperwork and we've done our best you you know you can only travel with people so far but eventually they walk off their own cliff and you have to walk off yours i think they'll do okay though because you know we've we sort of met through time and rondelay of course we were all going to the same we were all going to the same pizza anonymous club and really sort of finding ourselves within their relationship and and pizza and p oh we found so much pizza through them i'm just afraid they're going to go back to it hard because they were they were kind of like a four pie a day family we could only make ourselves available at or around the cell phone museum that's where they can get us if they need yes And and well, that's really where your and I cell phones only work because they, of course, have the best kind of Wi-Fi because it's historic Wi-Fi. That's their motto: is they're like we're we're you can hear us, but are you listening? That's what it says yeah. right on the banner. <laughs> that would be a that would actually be a beautiful slogan in Latin for the top of that. If there's actually because I know <laughs> I know there I know there I think it's in Brooklyn. There is like a antiquated electronics museum, but now there definitely needs to be a cell phone museum. I'm like we're connected, but are you listening? That would just be oh. <laughs> 
Bobby, a new thing to do after this podcast finally peters out. <laughs> Go to Park Slope. Like, we demand to see the, the king of Brooklyn now. We want to be in the old Ample Hills that is no longer in there. They used to have that came from Gowanus flavor, but now we want to make a museum in here. And also we want to pay no rent because it's a historic thing. And Call no, I won't mayor. stop yelling. Oh, no, this is the volume I'm at. I've had, I've had to move away from the microphone several times this recording because I've been <laughs> blowing out the mic. <laughs> But if you would like to blow out our reviews or make us blow up as a podcast, that worked. Yeah. By all means, we would love for you guys to follow us at GreetingsPod on Instagram or at GreetingsCast on Twitter. And, of course, subscribe and like the hell out of us anywhere you see us on your recording devices for on your podcast devices, I mean. And if you rate and reviewed us, that would help as well. Yes. Anything else we should tell these crazy kids? No, I think we put them through enough this time. I think that we got to let them go. And if you like the puppy butts, sure. If you like puppies, as I do, grand. Just don't count on this to save your marriage or your art project from Miss Gravesite. It's yeah, not enough. Because she is going to go harsh on you. And a yes. ceramic puppy butt that is also a bad ashtray, an A-plus ceramic art project does not make. Nope. Although, Bobby, you and I got to go to the kiln because otherwise that uh, eternal Mountain Dew bottle that I was trying to make is going to really crack. I've already got a view to a kiln, so let's let's head on out there. <laughs> you slay me. Bye. Bye. I thought we had an agreement that we were going to start warning each other when we were going to start recording. And I make a fun Flintstones theme with the word Mecca in it. And therefore, and now I'm recording. So now that's on my recording for all time that I just said that. So who knows what people are going to think about that. I am not putting that on the end of the episode. Okay. I know I have fun with that. And that's like a fun little, that's a fun little signature. I do a little kiss on the, on the napkin, but I'm not doing it this time around. All right. I'm just going to.